This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. This is yet another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. Hi, I'm Jamie. Jamie got a new haircut. Jamie did get a new haircut. Chopped all my hair off. Today is Monday, August 24th. <laughs> That's right, people. We are not doing this on a Sunday. I we know. decided to do it on a Monday because Danielle got a man and out gallivanting. Oh, gallivant. We went to the Poconos. <laughs> Which is wonderful. And then Jamie, next weekend... Um, oh Paco has a surprise weekend plan, and he's not telling me where it is, but he's very excited, and he keeps dropping hints about how much fun we're going to have, but he doesn't tell me anything about it, which kills me, and I was like, well, what am I supposed to pack? And he was like, a bathing suit? And I oh. was like, that's it? And he was like, yeah, if that's all you want to wear. But he's very excited. And oh my god, if he takes you to a car show. He's not going to take or me something. to a car show. You're going to be so to him. <laughs> but can I tell you, he went to a car show this past weekend. Uh-huh. Saturday there was a car show down in Virginia. He took the truck down. He won top six. He won top sixty. Oh, and, uh, club choice, which is like a big deal. So yay for him because he's. Did he post pictures? Because no, I don't even doesn't. know what his. I don't even know what his truck looks like. He doesn't. He never <clears throat> really posts pictures and shit like that at the oh, truck my. shows. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so Friday night I get home after my hosting gig, and he's already in bed. So I crawl in the bed with him, and I'm, like, giving him kisses, and he's not waking up. And I'm like, hi, hey, babe, hey, babe, I'm home. And he said, hey, babe, I'm sleeping, I love you. And he rolled up. (laughs) Hey, babe, I'm sleeping, I love you. So he gets home on, like, Saturday night, and I'm so excited to see him. I go in, and I lay on top of him, and he's like, hey. And I'm like, what? And he was like, I'm mad at you for waking me up. And I was like, what? He was like, but I was like, you went right back to fuck sleep. Like, what do you mean? I just wanted kisses. And he was like, I was going to push you off the bed. Oh, my goodness. And you know, Paco doesn't talk to me like that. Like, he never is like, I wanted to choke you out. Like, I say that to him all the time. I'm like, oh, I want to choke you out. <laughs> I was tired of your mouth. And he looked at me and he said, he said, I wanted to throw you off the bed. I was like, you didn't even call me Jamie. Like, that's how I know he's mad at me. If he calls me Jamie and not baby. Mm-hmm. And he was like. I was going to call you more than that. And I was like, you would never. Oh. You would never. But he was, like, seriously mad at me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to bed. And then he got in bed and tried to get it all snuggly up with me. And I was like, uh, no. I mean, I let him because that's, <laughs> I'm not going to torture myself. But I at know, the same right? time, I was like, I'm not going to like it. You know, we talked about that, like, the whole, like, women using sex as, like, a weapon over the weekend. Um, I like, don't use sex for a weapon. I was like, what am I fucking myself over? I'm like, get your dick over here. Like, right. I'm not fucking myself over. Right. Why should we punish ourselves? I know. I'm like, you know what? That's for something you did. Like, <laughs> I still want your dick. Like, I don't right. understand what's wrong. Like, you can be a fucking you... asshole and still fuck me. I can still hate you while I fuck you. I mean, I can still hate you while, you know, I push your head low. Right. <laughs> but I'm just thinking to myself, it was so silly. And I'm like, thinking, like, like that fucking sucked. But... I like to, I feel like it's symptomatic of something else. They either A don't like having sex with you or women are absolutely disgusted, resentful of you if they don't have sex with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's it, what I'm thinking. Because otherwise, like if you're if, if you're it's at okay, the point, it's just an argument, but the sex is good, 
you're not going to be like, no, don't touch it. No, no. If you're at the point in your relationship where you look at your man and you're not like, God, I fucking hate him, but I want to do him. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry. Like, Paco, no matter how bad he pisses me off, I always want him. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. And if you are so pissed off at your man that you don't want him to touch you and you don't want him anywhere near you. Mm-hmm. It's symptomatic of another issue. Like you got to get to that issue. You got to find out what your issue is yeah. as to why you're not right feeling because that why way. Why not? I mean, no. Like, I what are you resenting time. him for, or are you still in love with him? Right. Like that's crazy. But I mean, even if like if you're married and stuff, I do kind of feel like you know you get to those walls, you know, in marriage. You know what I mean? It's not always. You know, sometimes things are going to happen. Like you got to kind of weather the storm, and that's what marriage is, right? So, I mean, listen to me: divorced and, and not remarried currently. But, you know, you learn things like, you know, once you go through that divorce, like if you're if you're lucky enough, like I was to kind of figure that out, you're like, you know what? I could see where I went wrong in my marriage. I know exactly what I did wrong. You know, you plus some things maybe I haven't tapped into yet. But, you know, I definitely know that you got to weather the storm and, you know, that kind of thing or whatever. But no, I don't understand these women are like, oh, OK, is that what, you what, be? what exactly no. do they mean by sex as a weapon? Like, sex is a weapon. By saying, oh, if you're going to piss me off, I'm not giving you sex. Oh, you don't want to give me this? I'm not giving you sex. Like, sex as a weapon would be like, why don't you lay down and I'm going to sit on your face that this time, and then you don't let him breathe. (laughs) That's using sex as a weapon. (laughs) Then what you're talking about. Bruce will be like, just just give me like, you know, like a snorkel. I'll be fine. (laughs) What you're talking about is using sex for leverage. Like. Yes, well, that well, they said the as way a way to he get said something. It. Yeah, the way well, we went up with our friends, um, Todd and Maria, good friends of mine, known Todd since I was like eighteen years old, and they had a cabin, so luckily we were able to go stay with them. And he was talking about it, and um, like he's like met clients and has uh, old friends, and they would say like the men would say, "Oh, you know, she's using sex as a weapon." Like that's nope, what they would say, and I'm just like, it's "Oh a terrible God. Thing. that's a terrible." That's a terrible fucking analogy. Yeah, I'm angry at you right now. So now, pussy for you. No, right. That's I, I that's know. just, I don't want your fucking dick at me right now because I can't stand your face. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, but like to use it, like you said, to use this as leverage. To use it as leverage. Weird. But I, I do that to Paco all the time. I'm like, baby, do you want to come upstairs and come to bed? And I'll help you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, well, using, that's, that's using what I, use what you got to get what you want. Well, it kind of leads me into this thing. Okay, go ahead. Real quick. Oh, well, wait, hold on. I got to make a little announcement. My oldest son started his first full-time job today. <gasps> yes, and it feels Where's very weird. At? So he's, um like, doing lot attendant stuff at a car dealership. Yes, he's going to work with Bernie. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bernal. So he's very excited. But um, <laughs> I guess I'm just talking about Bernie, and then it's like, oh, my son got a job. Like, this is how this works. But... Um, he comes home last night. It's his last job. His like last a, day at Capriati's. Capriati's. He's all done. And he's like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like, he's like, fuck this shit. I'm out. Right? Because it's like, deal with the people over there. It's been awful. So anyway, I'll move on. Okay. So I was, you know, we do the whole thing where it's like from our timelines. Uh-huh. Or whatever. Well, then you have that thing called time hop. Yes. And I, in my time hop, there was this really interesting thing. And I could never figure out what exactly it was. But I saved it real quick. And it was from... August of 2018, I had posted this on my timeline, and then it showed back up. And it was, researchers warned flesh-eating STD is making a comeback after it's found in England. And I'm like, ew. It says, a warning was issued Wednesday about a flesh-eating sexually transmitted disease that is making a comeback. It sounds like something out of a horror movie, but researchers warned it's real. Is it the blue waffle? 
I don't know. People, if you, you know what? Don't no, it devours the flesh. The blue waffle's so gross. Don't, don't look up. What is that exactly? I don't know. I think it's photoshopped. I don't think it's real. You don't think it's real? A blue waffle's not real? No. All right. It says, a British woman contracted the rare STD that devours the flesh around the genitals. It is spread through sexual intercourse with an infected person. The disease is painless, according to the Centers for Disease Control and How Prevention. How is it painless if it eats the flesh around your genitals? I guess it doesn't hurt, I guess. Maybe it's, it numbs it or something, oh, maybe Jesus. first? I don't know. It is usually found in tropical countries, but was recently discovered for the first time in England. So, this was on ABC13.com. Again, Thursday, 20, or Thursday, August 23rd, 2018, right? But it doesn't tell you what the STD was. I'm like, don't you think we all should know what this flesh eating, don't feel it, eat my vagina away, not in a good way kind of... Like STD, you know what that's from. This is terrible reporting. You know how they she got that through sex, but she got it from a guy who went to like some third world country, or she in was the in tropics, a third world country, or she was in a third world country yeah. trying to get a group back, like Stella. Oh yeah, and was in like fresh water, and that's how that happens because that's why you don't have sex in nature. Wait, okay, so let me get this straight. So she was screwing a guy from a third world country in the water, and that's well, how she got that. <laughs> so no, not, not only not was he from, infected, not, but the bad water, <laughs> not from a third world country, but like there's different things in different waters, and right. there's a a parasite in Brazil. That if you pee in the water in Brazil, it swims up your it, pee it hole. It swims right? up your urethra. Yeah. Right? So there's different things in different waters all over the world. So I am very nature conscious. Like I don't <laughs> wanna I don't wanna be out in nature and I'm reading about everything that's deadly wherever I'm going. Like if I'm going to Arizona, I'm looking up at rattlesnakes and fucking scorpions and shit. Like oh I'm not fucking goodness. around with the nature. I'm good at, me and Sally are going to get you camping. No, no, you're not. It's going to so, happen. So, and then, like, these <laughs> people like go into these right waters on. that they don't know anything about, that their body is not used to, and they get fucking flesh-eating diseases in their hoo-haws. Yeah. Stop it, people. Stop it. Anyway. Like, I didn't tell you what the STD was. I was like, how the fuck are you not going to tell us? I don't know, but I got something that we can segue into. <laughs> so. Segway, baby. Segway. So, this isn't about sexual transmitted disease, but it is a disease that is transferred from, you know, consumption in a way. (laughs) All right. So, there has been a man in China hospitalized after sniffing his own socks. (laughs) And this is from ifuckinglovescience.com. So, we know it's real. So, they are are real. This isn't a fakey. A man has been hospitalized after smelling his socks for too long. A 37-year-old father named Only Peng... P-E-N-G, in local reports in Sang something in southeast China, began to feel chest pains after showing up at the hospital. He was admitted as an emergency case, and he was given an x-ray to determine the cause of his pain, as well as an accompanying cough that he had developed. So you automatically think, oh no, it's the Rona. It's not the Rona. Okay. So medics took an oral history from from Peng and discovered his condition was most likely caused, caused by his habit of smelling his socks. After he'd been wearing them all day. What? Yes. A fungal infection he had developed on his feet was transferred into his lungs when he sniffed his socks. <gasps> oh my Taking God. in some of the fungal spores into his lungs. So before you panic people, this isn't just like like checking your socks. Do they stink? No, he was in he it. He was in Sn- his socks. Yes. He was... He was like... I wish I, you could see her hand motions right he, now. He was like, <laughs> I have become... Addicted to smelling my socks. Yes. So he takes his socks off and he's steadily like inhaling them. Right. Just smashing them on his face. Right. Like, like he's like, oh yeah. And <laughs> oh, yeah. these spores 
went into his lungs and now he's got moldy lung because it's fungus. He's got like mushroom lung, I guess. The man told doctors that he had become addicted to smelling his socks he'd worn during the day. He'd continually take purposely deep breaths to sniff his own socks, most likely, and that's what mostly allowed the fungal spores, microscopic biological particles that fungi do, you know, spores. They reproduced in his lungs? And they reproduced in his lungs, where they developed into a fungal infection. The infection could also be attributed to the patient's lack of rest at home, as he has been looking after his child. Jesus Christ. That is not, that's called parenting. That's not called looking after your child. <laughs> and I'm so go- sorry that you're fucking tired from being a parent. Oh my Are God. All? Oh, looking after his child leading to a weaker immune system. Dr. Mai Zuayang at the Zhangzhou, you know what? Number 909 hospital is what it says. But there, I guess there's a lot of hospitals. Told Fijian Daily, Peng has kept it has been kept in the hospital for treatment, but expects to make a full recovery. It's unclear why he had become addicted to sniffing his own socks. And if you were thinking, hmm, that sounds like fun, we would highly recommend scented candles or literally any other hobby. (laughs) Or literally any other hobby. So this guy (laughs) is like, I get home from work, and then I got to look after my kid because Lord fucking forbid... I so I make them some ramen noodles and then I sit down right. and I, I sniff like, my socks I, I, until I grow mushrooms in my lungs. Right, that's disgusting. That is gross. People are gross. Don't sniff your own socks. That is weird. It's like those weird addiction shows where people are like eating mattresses and like pulling out their own hair and like yes and like just weird shit. I know. I told Bruce. I was like, look, like <laughs> I was like, we both. He's like lost so much weight, you know, since you know he's been divorced he's lost all this weight same right? Lori too Lori fucking yeah. well, I know she's lost this shitload of weight too phenomenal. yeah see like, like lost all this weight and he was like you know I want to lose a little more I want to lose like another 20 pounds I was like and I tell him I'm going somewhere with this I promise I tell him I'm like well then it's you're in charge this I was is cute like, by the way this little thing you got going on oh thank you so I was like you're in charge I was like you know because you got to have the willpower because I do not I'm like, I have a major problem with food. I want to eat food all the time. And I hate the way I look and I hate the way I feel, but I love the way I eat. Right. Right. So it's like, it makes it very difficult. So uh, I was like, so I nominate you. And he's like, okay. So I'm like, the first thing I say to him the other night was, you want to go to Rita's? He's like, sure, let's do it. I'm like, no, that's the wrong fucking answer. I was like, you're not supposed to say yes. So like talking about the weird addiction. So did you go to Rita's? Yeah, we had to go to Rita's. He was like, we'll start it for Monday. I was like, that's why I say all the time. That's why I'm still like overweight. So, and he's like, I love you the way you are. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, so we had to eat Rita's. But anyway, <laughs> so you're talking about those weird addiction shows. It's on TLC. And I told him, I was like, if you keep this up, I'm going to be 600 pounds. And you're going to have to roll me out on the deck and like hose me down with like, um, like with an outside hose. I was like, is that what you want? And so you talk about the weird addictions that always comes on at around the same time. Like they eat glue on one show right. or like the cat fur on the other one. That's oh my, my 600 pound life. strangest thing. Like, I'm yes. looking at these people, and I'm like, how do you even get addicted to eating the inside of your mattress? I know. Like, how does that how does that come about? Like, how do you even, how does that even register that this is a good time? Like, how do you, like, pull the, like, you know, like, the little things off your mattress and eat them? Or what was it? The one ate her cat litter? Her, her, yes. This is her cat litter? It was, it, she didn't eat the cat litter that. That was dirty. But she ate cat litter. Yeah, and I'm like, but how do you ever be and like, Q-tips? that looks like a good idea? Like, that's stupid. Oh, and by the way, people, 
this is really off topic, but I just want to put it out there into the universe. If I come back this weekend after this secret rendezvous and I'm not engaged, heads are going to fucking roll. Oh, God. Are you going to put that out there, really? I'm, I'm throwing it out there. What are you going to do? I'm probably going to cry and just wait until the next romantic weekend where I think it's going to happen and it doesn't happen and then I cry again. Oh, oh that's so a lot of pressure. Circle of life. <laughs> Well, talking about other strange addictions. So right now, the thing that's going around um, Facebook right now, everybody's into pedophilia. Not into it, but they're like against it and on a very like high hat note, right? Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's talking about child trafficking or whatever. And obviously we should. Don't even get me wrong about that. But then here comes Netflix, like hold my beer. Right. Right. So Netflix decides to come out with this show called Cuties. Everybody is talking about this. This is making the rounds. Everybody's fucking pissed off at Netflix right now. So apparently it's about a girl who, like, is what is it about? She is obsessed with twerking, the dance twerking. So, and, you know, they have twerk dance troops. They have have the competition. But they're older. These are of-age women most of the time, I'm hoping, right? Yeah, right. And then you got, well, no, there's all these little girls. So on this, it happens to be, like, the... um, it says on September 9th, it's, they're called cuties. And they're like these underage 11, 12, and 13-year-old girls. That Just twerking. Up, twerking. And, well, in a dance troupe. So, like, they're all like... But, okay, first of all, it's inappropriate. Twerking is in a fucking appropriate. Like... Is that a pole behind them? No, it's just lights or whatever. But it's just the girl. She's got oh, her arm up. Oh, she's got her arm up. I thought yeah, she's just got her arm up. But, um... Twerking in and of itself is just fucking inappropriate for a child. Right. Okay. If you even a teenager, I mean, obviously they're going to see it. They're probably going to want to do it behind closed doors. But it's like, what parent is like, yes, I'm going to sign you up for this twerking dance troupe at 11, 12, and 13, where they have to wear booty shorts, where their ass hangs out, right? They got to wear tank, like tube tops, right? Because it's, it's very sexualized and everything else. And then they got to wear knee pads because they twerk on their knees and shake their fucking asses. Children. I know. Babies. And, and I, I don't want to say anything because I haven't seen the movie. Well, this is really not, happening. Yes, I know. But I have this not physically watched the movie. So I don't know if there's just a part in there where they twerk a little bit and this is just no. a dance group. No, it's about the, the head girl is about how she goes against tradition and gets into a twerking dance troupe. Like, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's crazy. People quit sexualizing children. And, I mean, they are super, like... The way that they look on the cover of this is, like, one girl is, like, down. Like, she's basically sitting on the back of her feet, legs or knees spread open. And the other girl is, like, you know, sort of, like, you know, leaning down with her butt out. And then the other girl's got her hand up. And then the other girl is down on all fours twerking. That's what they look like. And they're all under 16 years old, under 15 years old. Well, hopefully with the... 14 even. Hopefully with the outrage that's coming with this movie... They will take it off air. Well, um, they done pissed off the wrong Karens. And you know what? These are the Karens I can get behind. So we like these Karens. So they want them to, and it's this is what it's called. Amy Eleven becomes fascinated with a twerking dance crew. Hoping to join them, she starts to explore her femininity, defying her family's traditions. Uh, her femininity at 11. Why don't 11. you just fucking throw her off to some pedo or whatever? So they signed a change.org thing to get it taken off, and they have 577,352 people have signed at this time to get rid of it. And then they literally said to 
Netflix. So are you saying that you're okay with this? Like that you know, pedophiles are going to look at this and want to jack off to these fucking kids? And Netflix had made this thing and it was basically like, well, we can't say um, like that we're against it or something. It was like the fucking stupidest shit. Well, apparently it was the original poster from the French film that is a takeoff in this film. All right. So this is the original film. Right. And okay. look at them. They're, they're completely danced or they're completely appropriate. And then somehow it gets to America and we're like, hey, let's make let's them look like they should get the babies. Yeah. Well, then apparently they end up they end up apologizing for it because at first they were like, well, we don't want to say anything bad to anybody. We want to stay out of it. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to look into it. They're just kind of staying out of it. We don't want to like say we're with pedos. We want to say we're against them. We don't know what we should say because at that point it's a a lawsuit waiting to happen from someone. Right. Right. So. Netflix, whoever's running their social media is like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble, right? So they're right. like, well, we aren't going to say anything right now. We're going to look into it. We apologize that we offended you, right? That's kind of all they said. Well, then they finally came out on August 20th, and they apologized for their inappropriate cuties poster that was criticized for sexualizing children. So apparently this original documentary was in French, or in French and then it comes over here, and they sex it all up or whatever. Of course they do. Welcome to America. Yeah, so now they've apologized for it. I'm kind of wondering. So it says Netflix has moved quickly to take down the offending artwork and it already has replaced it. It wouldn't confirm whether the poster was made in-house or by an agency. The streamer also apologized in a statement to Deadline. We're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we use for cuties. It was not okay, nor was it representative of this French film, which premiered at Sundance. We've now updated the pictures and description. So they're still going to play it, though. So I'm kind of interested. Like, it's still going to come I out. I don't know. Maybe I'll go home and give it a watch. Um, it hasn't come out yet. It doesn't come out until September 9th. All right. So if, if they don't get it taken down, maybe um, I'll give it a watch when it comes on. Well, the film got 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, the film itself. Oh, so that means good. Yeah, so I'm kind of wondering, like, if it's critically acclaimed and it, it says that they were praised for handling sensitive topics. Like, it actually was something different and they that, that kind of screwed them over. So, I'm waiting to see what they say. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have plenty of time. All right, so... We talked about that. Speaking of kids and Karens and America being super sensitive to a lot of things right now. So most of the children have gone back to school, but they've gone back via Zoom. Yeah. Right, like they did last year. Cause right. Because of the Rona. Yeah. Which I lost a friend this past week to... Um, on Saturday. I saw that, the Johnny Depp impersonator guy, right? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not my friend. Uh, John Salerno... Um, oh, he passed from Corona? He passed away from uh, Corona, and I'm very sad. So, you know, people, please wear your mask. It, it's not that hard to do. Don't be a fucking dick. Just put the goddamn mask on. Damn, All right. Sucks. So, anyway. I didn't know he passed from that. He did. Oh. Uh, so did Joker. Joker passed from Corona, too. I saw it. Well, I saw yeah. Jen had posted about. So, yeah. two people in a, in a matter of days that I knew dead. Yeah, All right, sorry. so teacher spying on student vir- during virtual class sends cops to search 11-year-old's home after spotting a BB gun. All right, so a Baltimore, and this happened right around us, Baltimore County. Um, so Baltimore County, Maryland, a fifth grader got a visit from the police after his teacher called to report that she had seen a BB gun on the wall behind the student during a class video call. The boy's mother, Courtney Lancaster Sperry, <laughs> Sorry. What was that? Um... It was a wrong number, I think. Oh, okay. So, um, she was, she, what was I doing? Okay. So, the the boy's mother, Courtney Lancaster Sperry, a Navy veteran, is warning other parents about the lack of privacy virtual classes, of virtual classes after her son was targeted by a teacher 
who saw what she thought was a scary-looking gun hanging on the wall of the boy's bedroom. While my son was on a Zoom call, a concerned parent and a subsequently two teachers saw his property stowed mount, a stowed and mounted Red Rider BB gun, and the other BB gun was in the background too, so there was two. He was not holding them and never intentionally showed them on video. In fact, he was oblivious to the fact that they could even be seen in the background. After the teacher reported the gun, the principal, Jason Filer, decided to call the police to report the guns and ask that the home be searched. What? Right. Shut up. So the principal and the teacher cited a rule stating that students may not bring guns to school and claimed it extended to virtual classes as well. Sperry said, adding that nothing in this handbook does not, that the handbook does not address rules for virtual learning at all. Besides, he did not bring anything to his meeting and he is in his own home, she said. They were simply in the background in our home, safely stowed in a room behind a closed door with no ammunition, if you can even call it that because it's BBs. Mm -hmm. Sperry told PJ Media that the school's vice principal called her ex-husband, claiming to be checking on network connectivity. She believes the real reason for the call was to find out whose home her son was at. The vice principal ended the call without leverage without leveraging the opportunity without ended the call without leveraging the opportunity to discuss the matter and rather was fishing for information to find out where to dispatch the police. Oh my god. So the 11-year-old in question is a boy scout pursuing the rank of eagle scout and is in an outdoors all boy kind of he's like in he's like in a bunch of groups like with mm -hmm. the things. His mom said in his parents and as his parents the way by way of legal rights he is allowed to own said guns in addition to the BB gun. She said her son is training in archery and enjoys shooting with his aerosol gun, which is also like little plastic BBs. Yeah. Sperry was understandably shocked when the police pulled in front, of, in front of her family's home. I had no idea what to think. I've never been in any legal trouble whatsoever. I've never had any negative encounter with law enforcement, said Sperry. I had no idea. I really didn't know what to think. So I answered the door. The police officer was very nice. He explained to me that he was coming to address the issue with my son's school. The mother told Fox Baltimore and then explained to me that he was there to search for weapons in my home and I consented to let him do it. And then I unfortunately, and then I unfortunately stood there, watched police officers enter my 11 year old son's bedroom. The officers that responded were appalled at the call and even commented that the setup that my son has for his toys and comment and commended him also on his respect for the understanding of the BB guns. Um, Sperry asked the principal why the issue couldn't have been handled privately by a phone rather than sending the police. He said it was not their policy. The officers mm. were more than nice, she wrote, and I, and thought that, thought they did not have a warrant. Though they did not have a warrant, I have always been taught not to, you know, to comply. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had nothing to hide, so I allowed them in to look for whatever they wanted. I felt violated as a parent. I felt violated for my child, who's standing there with the police officer in his own room, just to just to see the fear on his face. She added, "Was terrifying." What should what should have been done is refuse to let the police in her home. Oh, kids and teachers. Are, I guess this is what their opinion is. What should have been done is refuse to let police in her home without a search warrant. Neither she nor her son had done anything wrong, but the police invaded and searched the family's home anyway, albeit politely poking around for 24 minutes, despite the fact that no wrongdoing had been alleged and they had no problem because this caused, you know, to search the home. Right. No probable cause to search the home. This was nothing more than an overreaction by a nosy teacher who's spying on their students' bedrooms when she's supposed to be teaching. Right. According to Sperry, 
the spy, and they crossed out spy, teacher, took a screenshot of the boy's bedroom, which is incredibly creepy and a violation of the family's privacy. When the mother demanded to see the screenshot taken by the creeper teacher... <laughs> creeper teacher? She was told she would not be allowed to view it because it's part of its off... It's part of school's official record. It's absolutely scary to think about, Sperry said. Who are on these calls? Who do we have viewing our children and subsequently taking these screenshots that can be sent anywhere or used for any purpose? She told PJ Media that she decided to go public in order to push for policies change to make parents aware of possible, of possible violations of privacy during the online classes. Oh my God. Yep, the, inter- the incident raises some serious questions about privacy related to virtual learning. Um, so there's all this stuff. And then it says, I explained to my son that he did nothing wrong. He said, I'm just sad because I thought the teachers were my friends. Right. The school refused to comment on the specific case, but told Fox Baltimore there are multiple ways for families to share concerns with us. In general terms, the safety of our students and staff are a chief concern. So what are the perimeters? Where are the lines drawn? Sperry wants to know if my son is sitting at the kitchen island next to a butcher block. Does that constitute as a weapon? Is it not allowed at school? Right. So would right. my home be searched because he's sitting next to a butcher block? I feel like parents need to be aware, made aware of what the implications are and what the expect- expectations are. So that is fucking ridiculous. I, I mean, you would think, like, she would have at least called them. Right. But it's Like, why not call? Like, oh, my God, there's guns in his room. Like, they were mounted. They were behind her. They were fucking decorations. They could have been... Like, Civil War muskets that haven't been fired in fucking years. (laughs) Civil War muskets. And she's like, what the hell? I mean, but then they went fishing. So instead of even calling, like, she didn't go fishing. She wanted to know whose house he was. Right. Whose house he was in and and where, you know. And and she took a screenshot of this kid's bedroom. That's creepy. Like, she is a creeper teacher. And she needs to be brought up on disciplinary action. I would sue the school board. That's just me, though. And, I, you know, I'm not one to go up. I won't I'll sue him, but I, I'm sorry. Like, you fucking violated my child's privacy. You fucking were trying to, this woman's trying to get her kid educated. At least he's in class. Half these kids don't even bother to wake up for it. I know. Well, I think, too, it's just, um, I mean, I get it. You know, this day and age, you just never know. You know what I mean? That there could be a kid that could come in and shoot up everybody. I mean, that's just the world we live in. I mean, if you've noticed, now that kids aren't in school, we haven't had any school shootings. You know, none of that stuff, right? So. It is scary to see, like, guns mounted, you know, but in this case, it's like, where's the thought process? It's like, well, wait a minute, what exactly are we dealing with here? Like, uh, I don't know, like, do, do you make that leap? Well, he's got guns mounted in there, he's got access to the guns, is that what they're thinking? Because, I'm trying to think as an educator, I mean, as a parent, like, how would I feel as a parent if I was to have seen that? Wouldn't I want to know, like, what kind of guns are they and why are they in your room? Why does this child have access to guns? I don't know. I spent 15 years. I want to know. I spent 15 years with Ron. So the fact that these guns were mounted on the wall behind him probably wouldn't have faced me at all. No, maybe not. But I mean, think about the climate we're in though with kids. Yeah. Having access to guns and they shoot up. Now. They shoot up their. I I think, I think she was. I think she jumped the gun. She jumped the gun. But why not call a parent? Right. First. Why not call a parent? And that's what she said. She said it could have been handled privately with a phone call. Like, hey, next time we're on Zoom. You know, can you have him sit somewhere else so the guns aren't in the in the background? Or no, I would want to know what kind of guns and are they and why does he have access to them? Are they being handled properly? Because she probably yeah, doesn't know the, the difference. Same, at the same time, if that teacher asked that, then that teacher would have been bombarded with, well, why the fuck do you, do, does it matter? They're mounted. Like, 
But he still has access to them. So are they real guns? Because I think there's gun laws. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't have access to real guns. And they probably didn't know if they were real guns. So I can understand her wanting to ask because, you know, there's probably that I don't safety know. thing. Like I don't know. I'm not worried about 11-year-olds shooting up the schools. I'm not. I mean. No, not yet. But eventually, right? I mean, maybe if you piss them off, but they're BB guns. And what do they say, though? Like, when, when a kid and shoots up the school, what do they say? Betty White. Because it's fucking boy, white boys and here, coming here's and doing the, this shit. Here's, the, here's what they look like. And oh, see, they on. have the... Are you kidding me? So they have the orange tip, which usually... Oh, wow. No wonder... No, I can see why they made that call. That right. looks like a, real rifles and shit. Yeah, but but they're not... But only the one has the... Only the one has the orange tip. Right. And then the, the rest other, of them look like the real guns. The two, they look like real guns, but you can usually... Red Rider doesn't make an actual rifle. Yeah, but to me, I'm looking at that too going, holy shit, is that's an arsenal in that kid's house. I don't know. They're mounted and they're in a kid's room and no respective parents is going to let their kid have like real guns. We don't know. You can't say that this evening. So that's why I'm saying you, it would at least start with a phone call. Like, hey, it's all a bunch of kid, a bunch of guns in your kid's room. Like, can we talk about it? You know what's crazy is Katie was bullied to the point of fucking tears every single day. And there were guns just laying around mm. that house in Charlestown. Like, she could, get, she knew where guns were all the time. There was a shotgun under the bed, you know, and mm. nothing was locked in a safe, which mm. I, maybe that was wrong. Right. But we taught her from a very young age, those are things she's not supposed to touch. And she never once was like, I'm going to go shoot up everybody. Like. Well, I mean, you were lucky that that was, you know, your kid's thought. But I'm just thinking, like, now that you showed me what that looks like, I can see where the concern was. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't. Well, that's because you're around it all the time. Just yeah. imagine, I mean, like me, I'm not around guns. I don't see them all the time. Just like sort of the same old thing. I was very naive about drugs. Very right? naive. I'm still fucking naive about drugs. It's okay. But I'm naive about drugs. Seeing that was a little crazy, though. That, like, was a little creepy to me. Like, oh, shit. Like, that does look real. Only the one had the orange on it. But I don't I don't think I'd be like, let's call the fucking cops. I'd probably be like, call the parents first. And if they were dicks, then I'd probably have the cops go do right. a welfare check. Or something. Because you don't know. And kids shouldn't have access to guns. They kill each other. They kill their friends. They kill their brothers and shit you know what i mean they take them down off the wall and then they shoot it and then somebody dies so i don't know i i eh, i don't think they handled it well but on another note <laughs> speaking of fucked up parents right <laughs> aunt becky's going to jail y'all you know what i don't get it like so are they mad because she she paid her way for her kids to go into this college like I guess she was part of the scam. I don't know. I, I feel like like they're trying to make an example of her. Because you know how many people pay to like have wings built and make big donations. Right. And all that to get their kids into a fucking college. Like they just got caught. Like, like this is something that is going around and going on everywhere. And they just got caught. Poor. And she, she's only got two months. And she probably won't even last two months in jail. They'll probably give her like seven days. She'll be oh, out. Hell yeah. She'll be out in seven days. If that. Absolutely. So on the Daily News, they just posted on the twenty first. It says Lori Laughlin gets two months uh, prison in college scam after husband after husband gets five months, and she says I made an awful decision. It says Aunt Becky is going to prison. The federal judge made it official Friday, sentencing Full House star Lori Laughlin to two months in the big house in accordance with her plea deal with prosecutors. Um, I mean, so it's not like she went in there and fought it. She was like, look, I fucking did it. You got me dead to right. rights. I did it. You know what I mean? She's saying I did it, right? Um, so it says, 
The spouses were convicted of paying $500,000. Damn, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. To get their two daughters into the University of South... That's $250,000 a piece. I mean, it really was a two-for-one. Right. <laughs> so, to get their two daughters into the University of South Carolina as fake crew, as fake crew team recruits. I made an awful decision, she said. I went along with a plan to give my daughters an unfair advantage in the college admissions process. In doing so, I ignored my intuition and allowed myself to be swayed by my or from my moral compass. The actress said she regretted the way her actions undermined her daughter's accomplishments and exacerbated inequalities in, a, in society. While I wish I could go back and do things differently, I can only take responsibility to move forward. Um, her voice cracking with emotion. I will do everything in my power to redeem myself. She said, Your Honor, I am truly, profoundly, and deeply sorry. I am ready to face the consequences and make amends. Well, good for you, Aunt Becky. You'll probably be out in seven days. Well, I mean, I like the fact that she just said, like, look, you know, I did what I did. Um, right. I'm embarrassed. Like, you caught me dead to rights. I'm going to make right. this up. Like, and she needs to because she I don't re- think she's really a bad person. I don't think she is either. I don't think Felicity Huffman is either. Yeah. All right. So, um. Oh, wait. This is what the judge said. You certainly did know better, yet you helped sponsor a breathtaking fraud on our system of education involved your wife and your two daughters. That's what this one said to his, uh, to the husband. Damn. So I got, oh, I have one about parenting again. But I have this that I saved off Facebook. So it guess it, four days ago, the 20th, was Kira Sedgwick's birthday. Oh, my God. And what Kevin Bacon oh, I thought you posted this amazing picture of her. And he was like, happy day to the forever love of my life. You are the reason. Hashtag Kira Sedgwick. And he is, like, so in love with his wife after all these Aww. years. And I just thought that was, like, the fucking sweetest thing ever. And fucking Kevin Bacon, man. He's another national treasure. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> another national treasure. Anyway, so this one is from um, percolately.com. And it mom, it's called Mom Sparks the Drama After Refusing to Loan Her Baby to Her Terminally Ill Cousin So She Can Experience Motherhood. Oh, my God. I, when you read that to me when we were going over what we had, I was like, what the fuck? Right. So, a person's dying wish is something is something friends and family members would do anything to grant, if not only just to give them a fleeting moment of happiness in their remaining days. But that doesn't mean it comes without limitations. Redditor, Apprehensive Goose 179 I love how you get all these Reddit stuff. Like, it cracks me up. Is a mother who refused to come through for her 22-year-old cousin by marriage who was dying of cancer. Consequently, the mother was slammed for being selfish by her husband's side of the family. She visited the, the Am I an Asshole subreddit. Oh, no. That's what she told me. To see what stranger. Well, no, that's the subreddit. Am I the Asshole. I know, but then she went on to the subreddit, the I am an an Asshole thing. To ask strangers what you would say. So she says, I have a cousin by marriage, husband's cousin, that's 22 and dying of cancer. It's always been her dream to marry and be a mom, and now that's not going to happen. It's hard on everyone. She has so, she has, oh, shit, it just went crazy. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, my phone was like, um, it's always been her dream to marry and be a mom, and now that's going, not going to happen. It's hard on everyone. She has a much older fiance, 30, and she had some. She had a symbolic wedding, so she couldn't have, so she could have the experience. They stay, started looking for ways to get access to a baby that she oh could take, uh huh, that she could take care of. My God, why does this keep moving down? 
Because it keeps loading the page and it takes forever. It's so um, annoying. So it says that she could take care of and experience some level of childcare that way. That way, but with 2020 and aesthetics in general, there are not a lot of ways to safely do that because of the Rona. Ow. As she said, my husband and I have the first and so far only ch- children of our generation who are 10 months and 23 months old. I had, ho- I had hopes that it would happen, but her parents asked me, I had hoped that it wouldn't happen, but her parents asked me if she could borrow my younger baby for a few weeks. The cousin and her fiancé would basically be placating having a baby. Her parents would also join in on pretending they would be photo shoots and everything. Aww. And she was like, um, that makes me really uncomfortable. It's really creepy. I cannot understate how creepy I think this is. I know that her not getting to live her dreams is sad, but I don't think this is the answer. I'm worried I will. it will be traumatic for my baby. She's almost a year old and, well, we'll notice that her entire family will just vanish overnight. And for and to her, it'll probably seem like forever. Hmm. She also is still nursing, and they don't really seem to care about this factor. I'm really worried about problems down the road. This is setting a dangerous precedent of my child living under the other guardianship. Her parents will have time to get attached, and they could try to use that for familial pressure, if not legally. Her fiance is also a wild card in that regard. I said no, and my hu- I said no, and my husband's entire family is hounding us about this because it's her because her time is running out and it's time sensitive. Um, I'm sorry. Get a puppy. <sighs> they said that we could use this as a free vacation and bond with our older child because I popped them out so close together. That's what they told her. Oh, they God. want to compromise by now letting me come by a few times a day to bring milk. What? We still don't want to do this. Am I the asshole? Anonymous strangers weighed in by declaring, not the asshole. Yes, you're the asshole. Everyone sucks here and no assholes here. So, not the asshole and dear people, not the NTA, so they're saying she's not the asshole. Not the, exactly, yeah, no. So, not not. the asshole and my dear poor harried internet stranger, please don't let them in your head. Look at how you phrased this question. Not letting my husband husband experience motherhood like life did that. Oh, not experience letting my cousin experience motherhood. Life did that and it sucks, but you don't do that. You didn't do that. That was cancer. Right. This question would more reasonably phrase not wanting to be separated from my 10-month-old baby for months so that my cousin and her fiance can pretend it's theirs and totally is a, that's a totally reasonable position. Grief can make people lose their minds a bit, especially when you're watching Cancer Destroy Young Life that's full of promise. I'm not saying that they are horrible people, but they're letting grief dictate their actions in a wildly unreasonable way. Oh, shoot. Oops. So, most of, most of it is you're not the answer. Right. You're okay. not the asshole here. Right. And, and that's ridiculous to think that, you know, she would be. I'm sorry. Like, No. No, like people just expect the weirdest shit out they of you. Do. Like regardless, they do. they're it's like, so "Oh, weird. it's family." No, that's my child. Like, I don't. Well, how long did they want her for? For weeks. Oh, for weeks. For weeks. Months. It said. And what? Then, yeah, and then they and just bring your milk over. Come over a few times a day and bring your milk. <laughs> and and we're gonna act like um she's ours. She's ours, and and we're gonna have photo shoots and all that. Baby's first Christmas and shit. No, that's weird. That's weird. Your people are fucking weird, you psycho. 
I mean, I get it to a certain extent. Like, she's so young. Get a puppy. And she's going to die without it. But it's like. But it's not real. As the point is, it's not real. So she was able to get married. That's real. Or have a symbolic wedding. That was real. You know what I mean? But you don't get to just take somebody else's baby. Right. Like, that's not yours and pretend, like. So you can experience motherhood. Puppies are just like babies. Not really. They really are. They're, they they can't, hey, they need constant, you get a, adopt a puppy. You know what? She's probably, don't adopt the puppy if you don't want to be stuck with the puppy after she passes. Do a foster puppy. No, foster puppy. You don't want to get stuck with the dog after she dies. He's not going to want to probably get rid of the dog that they had together. Like, like I think that's ridiculous. You don't ask a mother, hey, can I borrow your kid? For months? For months, just so I know what it's like. You're that's so weird. And, and first of all, you've got cancer, so you're run down, you're tired, you have a headache, you're achy and fatigued. That's basically motherhood in a nutshell anyway. <laughs> you've arrived. Here you are. You've you arrived. Just, you like, baby. motherhood feels like that. I can't believe that they gave her such a hard time. Like, and when I think about, like, they, I'm like, how many people in her family really gave her the hard time? Like, the, her husband's, it's her husband's cousin. So, his husband's parents probably, her husband's parents probably, and his husband's aunt and uncle. So, it's probably, like, four of them. But still, that's a lot of pressure. Like, could you imagine having to tell somebody no to that? Like, you know that the answer is no. But... I can't imagine having the balls to ask somebody that. No, I know. Me too. Like, but then, if they did have the balls to ask somebody that, the the fucking guilt that you would have to be like, no. Like, I'm sorry you're dying, but this is my child. Yeah, you don't need to just take my child and pretend. Right. You can go online and get those babies that they give away in the health... The health classes now that cry and wet themselves and you need to feed them. And they oh, there you, you go. They wake you up in the middle of the night. That is something you should do. Yes. Like, not a real baby. And then That's you can weird. name that baby anything you want. Like, what if this baby's name is, say, Sarah? Right. And you are like, well, if I had a little girl, I'd name her Penelope. And then you're calling Sarah Penelope. Then Sarah's all fucked up in the head. She doesn't know if her name is Sarah Penelope. <laughs> Penelope. She's not sure who her mom is because you're like, come to mommy when you're just cousin Betsy. Like, uh, fuck that shit. You, y'all people are weird. That's some white people shit. That's some white people shit right there. It is. Oh, my God. Well, here's something that I wish would happen to me, and it's probably not going to happen to me. Okay. So, according to people.com... On August 18th, they said chocolate snows down on Swiss town due to factory defect. Oh, I bet it and, smelled delicious. And everybody's delicious. going, finally 2020 delivers. Right. <laughs> this is something we can get behind. Oh, real quick before I read about this. One year or however many years ago. God, it was in my time hop. Yesterday was the anniversary when we had the earthquake here. Right. I remember that. I don't know if it was 2015 or something. I can't remember when the hell it was, but it was in my time hop. And I'm like, oh my God, this day, like X amount of years ago when we had the earthquake. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of talked about where we were when we had like an earthquake. And I'm like, that was weird. Like I remember being in my old house and then being like, oh shit, go stand in the doorway. Like I just knew it was an earthquake. Um, so like, I was outside. Were you outside? With my child in the pool. And she was underwater and I felt the earth move and I was like, what the fuck was that? And Katie popped up and I was like, did you feel that? She was like, no. Oh, because she was in the water? Yeah, the pool didn't even ripple. No? Nope. Well, that's weird. Well, anyway, okay, so the town of Olten, Switzerland, was treated to a dusting of chocolate, according to Ali Maltz, who, you know, wrote the story for people. It says, waking up to a town coated in chocolate powder sounds like a childhood fantasy, but for some residents in Olten, Switzerland, 
It was a reality on Friday morning. Popular chocolate company Lint and Sprungly. Oh, Lint. Lint, I know, has confirmed local reports that there was a defect in the cooling ventilation for a line of roasted cocoa nibs. And it, cocoa nibs aren't even oh, that good. They, they suck are, balls. Though. I like them. No, cocoa nibs don't have any taste. They're, they're not sweet. They're awful. They're gross. The ones with the coconut? No, cocoa nibs. They're just the before you. It's before you, they they have any. Um, oh, it's the it's the the before they mix everything in it. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's they're just it's it's, the pellets. Yeah, and they're gross. So this is, no twenty twenty did fuck them over. It couldn't even be good chocolate. Couldn't even be the good one. Oh. Um, the nibs are fragments of crushed cocoa beans served as the basis of processed chocolate. See? Yeah, that's yeah. A shame. It's, it's before they do all the good fun stuff with it. No, I, how does people do that anyway? They get these things and they're like, hmm, this looks good. Well, it tastes like shit. Let's put a little sugar on it. Let's throw it in here and like, you know, put a little cream on it. Like, and how then, do you decide when something tastes like shit? And then it's beautiful. I know, but it's like, can you imagine like somebody getting a hold of this and like, ew, this tastes like shit. Let's put this with some sugar. Right. But uh, it says the nibs are fragments of crushed cocoa beans serving as the basis of processed chocolate. The ventilation air combined with high winds Friday caused a chocolate powder to spread through the area immediately surrounding the factory, leaving a fine dust. A Twitter account for the town of Olton, which lies between the larger cities of Zurich and Basel, shared a photo of a surface that has been dusted with the chocolate. It oh, might, that's funny. It might not have tasted good, but it probably smelled amazing in that town. Yeah, it says cocoa rain in the Olton industrial quarter. The ventilation system is to blame. I guess they, like, translated the tweet and they were calling it um, chocolate snow. It said, if only God would give us a sign that 2020 might just be turning a corner. <laughs> So, anyway, I thought that was pretty foul. Oh, I so, wish that would happen here. So, speaking of 2020, mm-hmm. we all know Kanye was uh, running for president. Oh, boy. Oh! <laughs> so, this is from BabylonBee.com. Right. And apparently, Kanye West has dropped out of the race after Elon Musk offers him positions, a position as president of Mars. You think that's real? I'm sorry. Does Elon Musk own Mars? I don't think he does. I well, think he's trying to go to Mars. I think Elon Musk and Keanu Reeves are not Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry, baby. Kanye West. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. Are both fucking crazy. They're like Binky in the brain because one is a genius pinky. and the other one Binky in the brain. Pinky in the brain. Did yeah. I say Binky? Yeah, Binky. It in doesn't the brain. matter. They knew who I was talking about. I know. But one is a genius and the other's insane. Uh huh. Kanye is definitely Pinky. <laughs> What are we doing today, Elon? We're going to take over Mars. I know. America is great and all, but being president of Mars would be the greatest of all time, Wes said. Of all time. Musk said he had a great conversation with Wes where he convinced him not to aim too low, but instead shoot for the stars. Kanye has more potential than just being president of America, Musk said. Frankly, being president of the U.S. is beneath him. Mars is where it's all at. No, I swear stop to God. it. Stop right now. It will be better than any government on this planet anyway. West then showed Musk his crude drawings for the rocket ship to Mars that he designed in his spare time called the Yeezy Mobile. Oh, shut the fuck up. It the is not. The Yeezy Mobile? The Yeezy Mobile is made of space metal that runs on Chick-fil-A peanut oil. This has got to be fake. This can't be real. This has got a J... B-A-B-Y-L-O-N-B-E-E dot com. Babylon B dot com. Please check if this, this is, is terrible. This this is I'm not even gonna read a world news report today because this is just fucking toxic. <laughs> this is enough. Anyway, 
The Yeezy Mobile is made of space metal and runs on Chick-fil-A peanut oil, a 100% environmentally friendly design, according to West. And that big fin on, that big fin on the back adds at least 1,000 horsepower, as West said. Oh, I love this God. guy's I'm enthusiasm, done. said Musk. He's looked over the drawing. We'll have, we'll have to make a few changes so the craft will be open. Oh, so the craft will obey the laws of physics. But this is a great start. Hey, who are those two stick figures in the front? That's me and you, Musk. Me and you, said Wes, looking up at the stars and pointing his arms around his entire... Stop it. <laughs> this is not real. real. It cannot be. Friend, oh my God. Get the hell out of We're here. We're going to be kings of the universe, my friend. Kings of the universe. And that's the end of the article. Oh my god, that was hysterical. This I, is not real. It's probably not real. And I, I if I would have read it before, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is great. I'm gonna read this one. Because <laughs> they're looking at the drawing, and he was like, who are those stick figures? <laughs> <laughs> Who's those oh. stick figures? Oh. It's me and you. We're best friends. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry, people. I got us all worked up and it was fake. Well, because Babylon B, we've gotten quite a few things from Babylon B. Right. So, okay. I'm kind of surprised by that. Is that 50? I don't know. I can't see that part. It is 56. Oh, God. I guess oh. we've got to wrap things up. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> Usually, you're like, well, if you have a. <laughs> right. So, well, if you have a weird addiction, like sniffing your socks or eating the inside of your mattress, um, please write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. And you can find us on all these other platforms that Danielle is about to tell you about. Well, I wanted to... We got another country. What? We got another country? Yes. Brussels. Brussels? Yes, Brussels. I love their sprouts. Hi, Brussels. I love your sprouts. So I wanted to talk about, um, we have like, God, I wanted to do this, but I forgot to do it. So I kind of screwed myself, you guys. But um, we're still hoping that the guys from Ireland will reach out. We still haven't heard from you guys. And I'm kind of hoping that you will. Um, but yeah, we have another one. So now we have 26 countries. 26 countries. Oh my yes. God, we're like so famous and not famous and, at the same time. It's okay. So, yeah, By the I way, Jason Bateman, I'm coming for you. And you, I, I thought we weren't talking I about it. I will get your attention. I'm just, I'm just, that's the only snippet I'm giving them. I have a plan. I have a plan. Nobody will know until it comes to fruition. Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to Ireland coming in at the second, the second country that listens to us at all the time. And then South Africa is one right after that. So hey, it's United States, Jamba, Ireland, Jamba. South Africa, Canada, United Con- Kingdom, 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 and Australia. Nice. Yeah, so I was like, wow. So now we have, we are in 26 countries, and those were the top ones there. And I wanted to talk about that real quick, So I was like, wow, that's so cool. Right, and here I am, like, blaring off our closing already, and then she's like, wait a minute. Well, no, no, because I remember, because I put it up there where I was like, you know, shout out the countries in the top um, cities. So, and our top three cities are Newark, Wilmington, and Elkton. Nice. So, we want to just give a shout out to you guys, for everybody that's, like, listening to us all the time. We really appreciate you guys, so... 
keep on listening. But in the meantime, the places that you can listen there you is, there we go, and we're back on track. So every single Wednesday, we are on New York Daytime Radio. That's right, New York Daytime Radio lets us actually be on the radio over at the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. You can catch us every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And if you don't miss us, then you can do the replay on Saturdays at 7. And if you miss that too, don't worry. It's cool because you can hear us a brand new episode on every Sunday to our mother account, which is SoundCloud or Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Okay, till next time. Okay, bye. Bye.